just got news, news. We've got news, news. We are are the CEOs of news right now. Oh my God, but it's secret. And I can't keep a secret. To save your life, I'm surprised you haven't told anybody yet. Like, I'm, I'm shook. I'm shook. All right, next week, right here on Wednesdays We Wear Black, this is probably the biggest announcement we've ever brought to you in the history of announcements. This isn't like one of those fake ones where bands are like, we've got something huge coming next week, and it's like, oh, we're dropping a new album. Well, that was kind of expected. This is big. <laughs> we've got something new coming soon. It's definitely not a new single. <laughs> so we've got something new. We're not releasing a new single, and it's going to be something exciting for literally every listener that we have across the globe. Yes, even on other globes, on other planets. It's going to be out of this world. Whoa! Whoa! Okay, join us next week. Yasmin, are you ready to deliver the news for this episode? No, I'm not. Why is the pressure on me? No, no, I'm nervous. Hey, We Wear Black fans, just to let you know, this episode of We Wear Black is quite a triggering one. So if you're in a delicate place right now, please just skip this one. Hello and welcome to our Wednesdays We Wear Black with me, Sophie Kay and Yasmin Suman. Hi, that's me. So it's my week to do I Googled. Okay. okay. And this week... I decided to talk about Sophie Lancaster because one of the things I've seen um, across TikTok and Twitter is that a lot of people who aren't from the UK don't know who Sophie Lancaster is. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing, Yasmin, you grew up with the story of Sophie Lancaster. I did. I did. Um, Mostly because, like, people would tell me. It was kind of like a... I was never there when it happened. It was more like I'd hear through the communities that I was in. Not there at the time, as in there, as in like you don't, rem- you weren't into rock in two thousand seven. I was eight in two thousand seven. So yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's not the kind of thing your parents would want you to know about. No. Okay. So, and just just to let you know, um, this story is absolutely heartbreaking, but I feel a lot of good came from it. So we will be going through that journey as well at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, um, and this is this is from Wikipedia here. The murder of Sophie Lancaster occurred in England in August 2007. Sophie and her boyfriend, Robert Malty, they were attacked by a group of teenage boys whilst walking through a park in Lancashire on the 11th of August 2007. So what happened is, I want you to picture the scene. 2007 was a totally different landscape for being alternative it's still quite scary but back then you were an outcast like Mm. I always Mm. make fun of you Yasmin for um just everything because I'm a horrible person yeah but back then it was a time where nobody wanted to be different you don't want to be different you've just got to fit in whereas now I feel like for Gen Z the whole goal is to be different right yeah i think so at least or like i don't know i think it's still like a people still get bullied for being alternative but it's much less common yeah it was it was pretty savage and a lot of the words that they used to shout at you here in the uk were words like freak uh mosher grebo 
which I will often use those words as a kind of empowerment words now because we've reclaimed them. Um, but so what happened is they were walking through the park and I may get some details wrong because um, just to let you know, I've quickly researched it. This is how I Googled worked works. They were walking through the park and a group of teenagers set upon them and started beating up um, Rob who was Sophie's boyfriend um, and they knocked him out and they were continuing to hit him so she knelt down to try and protect him and they started on her bearing in mind she was a five foot two young girl like she was tiny and they set up on her to the point they were jumping on her head that's how severe it was and so they ended up in hospital and they couldn't the hospital couldn't even tell which which victim was male which was female because they were so badly beaten Mm. um and rob eventually healed um and he had amnesia and forgot the whole build-up to the event and forgot all of that and the event happening but sophie unfortunately had her head injuries were too bad and 13 days later they had to turn off her life support which is a story that were you aware of that that whole story or is it something that you feel you didn't know much about i was definitely aware of it because there's been Mm. like um like specials on it and you know it's it's been talked about a lot in the news especially like when the um the people who did that to her got set free or like they were let out of prison or something like that um like i've i've i don't know the nitty-gritty details and like hearing it is really shocking but i've i've heard about it a lot it's something that I think we talk about a lot here in the UK. Um, part of that is the fact that in 2009, Bloodstock Open Air Festival, which is a big festival here in the UK, renamed their second stage to the Sophie Lancaster stage as a tribute. And it was to support the campaign that this is like, this this episode might even make me cry because this is what's amazing. So Sophie's mum, Sylvia, was like, this is horrendous. My daughter has died and I think most people would fall apart or become hugely resentful or whatever it is she started um a charity and started educating people on hate crimes and it started with hate crimes against alternative people which I believe she managed to get passed as a law because it wasn't before it was like hate crime against race or religion but now you can be um it can be a hate crime against appearance as well Not only did she do that, she then started spreading the word for hate crimes in general. And the Sophie Lancaster Foundation, unfortunately, Sylvia passed away um, not that long ago. The Sophie Lancaster Foundation carries on and is still doing training in schools and things like that. So I thought we should do an I Googled just to celebrate the work that they do. They do a a lot of work. Like any festival that is remotely rock or metal in the UK that you've been to, the Sophie Lancaster Foundation is probably there. Yes, like they probably have a stall and they like are really kind people i actually had like the most random but really wholesome run in with them so like um i think i was at bloodstock and i was getting water and i saw the guy next to me this big burly dude and i was like oh i really like your bracelet and it was a sophie bracelet i was like i really like your bracelet where can i get one he's like oh we've run out but you can have mine i was like oh thank you and then i walked away and i was like wait we and then i was like oh my god that's that's one of the people from the organization i was like that's really sweet that he just gave me that (laughs) that's really beautiful um and it was a thing because there was a time in the 
because it started obviously in i mean this isn't that long ago it was only 10 years ago like around about so it was what 2007 so that's what 16 years ago oh wow jeez that's but when you look at like it's just terrifying how long ago this this crime how recent that crime happened i know because you know like i don't know what it is about the uk i think in the us there definitely is like a lot of like anti-alternative sentiments um but Mm. it's more like in a no offense to americans like a crazy redneck way where it's like you guys are supporting the devil and it's it's a bit more ludicrous whereas in the uk it's so cynical like i remember when i was younger people would shout oh you fucking goth and stuff and like throw bottles at you on the street um and i'm very lucky that i live in birmingham because birmingham is like the home of metalheads and like there's if you're in the town center there's like five different metal pubs in a five mile vicinity but like it's hard to be the only alternative person in like a small town or a small village and Mm. i do think there's still that like sentiment of hate in the less uh popular uh in the less populated cities and towns like it's still hard um and i it's scary i guess because it's like you're just being who you are exactly and it's it was really heartbreaking i don't know if you've read the interview so Robert Maltby, who was um, her boyfriend, gave his first interview in 2017. Took wow. him, yeah, took it. And I, you can imagine, like, it's going to take you 10 years to be able to talk about something like that, for sure. Um, and it, it is, oh, heartbreaking when you read the interview. But interestingly, he said a lot of things that I thought were interesting because he said he thought, a lot of the coverage of her death was quite patronising to the way the um, the crime had been depicted because he said that he didn't view her death as a hate crime and he said it's oversimplification of a much broader social issue and victim blaming. Um, and I so I looked into that more because I was like, I don't understand how that's victim blaming. And he said, which I thought was really interesting, he said, um, rather than saying, um, rather than focusing on Sophie and going, she was murdered for being a goth, what you should be focusing on is a group of um, disenfranchised small town yobs murdered a girl. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess. I, I can understand that. And I, you know, would never invalidate anybody's experience of what they've been through. But I do think that her and it's nothing to do with her like they penalized her and hurt her because she was goth but that's not a reflection of her that's a reflection on them and their bigoted views about normal what is normal and what constitutes being normal and i think representation is like a big thing like um there's like a a soap show in the uk called i think it's coronation street and they Mm. had a storyline about sophie lancaster and it was interesting because there were a lot of alternative people growing up now who were like oh my gosh like i feel seen i like i've experienced that before Mm. obviously not to the same degree but you know i do think it's interesting like because i at first i was like eh because he said um this is a direct quote from the guardian sophie lancaster was killed because she was a goth no she wasn't she was killed because some arseholes killed her why can't we ask what it is about them that made them want to murder someone not what it is about someone that made them be murdered and i was like that's a good point because he's saying what he was saying actually is that like that um area there was a lot of 
like there's not much money there's a lot of poverty and all of those types of things and how i think it brings up a real political issue uh, of what ends up increasing hate crime mm. yeah like uh, do you know what this is probably not the time and place but i'm gonna go on this tangent do you know what's really interesting for me i find that people like online these days i think we have high expectations when it comes to cancel culture and stuff and holding people accountable the reality is a lot of people are uneducated because they don't have access to resources it does not surprise me that in the uk where poverty is so high where there are kids who like go to school hungry like it's no surprise that they are ignorant sometimes because they don't have the access to resources to educate them and the government don't provide them either in fact the government's trying to battle against them and Mm -hmm. trying to battle against woke literature in schools and representation in schools because it's going to brainwash your kids it's not going to brainwash your kids but um really like it's it's part of a wider problem which is that like the link to being uneducated and bigoted and being poor and not having a lot of money or access to information is is something that's not talked about a lot because you can say we should cancel this person this person is bad but it's like okay but in the bigger picture of things like there is a much larger problem and Mm. on a positive note i really respect the sophie foundation and everything they do like and have done because like if that was me like honestly if that was me and i lost someone i loved because of a hate crime i would just be riddled with with anger like i the fact that sylvia and her family put themselves towards helping people regardless of like just if they're alternative or not if they're queer if they're a person of color if they're a woman like the fact that they've invested so much time in helping marginalized groups is really inspiring and really like it warms my heart to know that there's good people out there that despite adversity they still prosper and make the world a better place Mm, I know I would not be one of those good people. I would not be one. I would be full of hate. I, it would consume me. And it's it's like grief is so consuming. Grief is so consuming, mm. like just on a surface level. But then when you add how traumatizing her death was, like I I really commend the Sophie Lattencaster Foundation for like, you know, being so resilient, um, especially when there's like so much bigotry happening in rock right now. Like it's insane. I've spoken about this on Twitter before, but like, there is a growing community of alt-right people and alt-right musicians who preach yes. to these people growing in this community and it like it's more so with the like american wave but i would say that it's that's still prevalent in the uk um but it's scary because it's like how have we seen what happened to sophie lancaster and then thought yeah i'm still gonna be a bigot though like mm. how are you alternative outcasted for who you are and think mm, i'm gonna outcast other people like the math yeah. is not mathing. The math is not mathing. I think oh, it's absolutely heartbreaking. And I want to say just, you know, so it's on the record because I doubt he listens to this podcast. But I think in, in the telling of Sophie Lancaster's story, I think Rob's often got forgotten as well. Because even though he survived it, he was there. He was the one alongside her. And I think... Yeah, his views are really important. Anyway, I know that was a bit of a... Bit of a depressing episode, but I think a, it was also necessary because, like... It's important. Kids these days don't know. They've got to learn their alternative history. And also, like, I really don't... Personally, this is a tangent, I really don't like that the true crime community sometimes picks up her story. I'm like, mm, yes. leave her out of this. We don't need your terrible opinions. No offence to the true crime community. I think there's some amazing true crime podcasters and YouTubers some of you guys have no fucking clue what you're talking about and you're insensitive as fuck and i need you to just just mm. keep, keep preach 
This is the fact me. you can buy serial killer, killer leggings. Yeah, says all I need to know about the the crime Sometimes community. The best thing you can do is, is shut the fuck up and never speak again. And this is coming from me. But um, yeah. no, it, it, I like, listen to some serial killer podcasts, but yeah, anything they're done by professionals who know yeah. how to report on things without sounding like an insensitive bastard. And I know we're cruel and heartless, but like, I feel like we're not that bad. <laughs> Sometimes, um, <laughs> but. No, you're right. And I think one of the biggest problems with Sophie and what she went through is that there's this kind of tendency to, how do I put it, watch death for gratuitous satisfaction. That's why I couldn't watch um, the the Ted Bundy series, for example. Wait, what do you mean gratuitous satisfaction? So it's like... It's like we just want to go, oh my God, that's so terrible. Yeah. And I feel like rather than it just becoming this story that's retold for the almost like gossip, I want to call it gossip. That's the word that comes up. What I think, what I think Sylvia Lancaster did, which is absolutely amazing, is she made it into a narrative and something that causes progression because i think sometimes we talk about these things but we don't progress from them we just go oh my gosh yeah jeffrey Dahmer did this ted bundy did this um but instead well, like this what is... i was saying though with like the fact that there's so many alt-right and i will call him out i've called him out before i don't care if you edit this out ronnie radke preaches so much alt-right rhetoric and he is creating an unsafe space where like and this is going to sound really extreme but it it surprises me that someone hasn't done something awful in his name, much like that Christchurch shooter did it in the name of PewDiePie. Um, I think that he maybe isn't a bigot, but he spreads bigoted rhetoric that can lead people down a pipeline that is very dangerous and they don't have the access to resources and the money to educate themselves like he does. So he might be preaching this awful clout, but there are people who listen to him and take his word as gospel. And I think it's shocking to me that something like this can happen in our community and we still repeat the same mistakes so what would you say this week are your words of wisdom yasmin um i want to say something really profound um but the other half of me is like if you listen to ronnie radke stop it no i will say something profound um i think this episode might be depressing and you might be listening thinking god the world sucks but for all the the bigotry and the hate that comes is there's so much like resilience within our community there are people like the sophie lancaster foundation there's people like nova twins like meet me at the altar like so much young inspiring forces within our community that make me happy that like for all the for all the bigoted alt-right musicians there are so many amazing people that make this scene a better place like sophie k the the <laughs> sorry didn't mean to laugh at that the mother <laughs> do you know like in the gay community people say mother that's me with yeah. you mother she is mother but um <laughs> you are mother you are do you know story time quick tangent me and daria oh. tell this story all the time my girlfriend um one time my girlfriend said sophie you ate and sophie was like ew is that a euphemism for lesbian sex and we is were that like, what i no. said no it's like it means you you your outfit was good like and you were like oh Oh, oh, I ate. Yum, yum. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the hamburger I had dinner, but okay. Um, <laughs> right, my words of wisdom are, don't be a dick. 
it's boring and i know it's easy to hate i have been through phases in my life where i felt hate because i was stupid and going through grief and i was young but actually now i'm older what i see is it's just damaging it's not good don't hate don't be a dick always be nice to people don't be a dick oh yeah don't be a dick i mean we're dicks but a different type don't be uh uh we're vaginas okay we're not dicks we're vaginas okay so we're We're, cunts we're the vaginas (laughs) that give you oral thrush that's what we are wow okay that was weird it's Um, not a lie it's not a lie on wednesdays we wear black if you want to get in touch with us you can email us at wearblackpod at gmail dot no wearblackpod at gmail dot com or at wearblackpod on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Yasmin Simonex on everything, and I am at I am Sophie K. Wow, I said that really quickly. I'm really proud of myself. Bye, bye. You were listening to On Wednesdays We Wear Black. Please rate and subscribe so that we can keep doing what we do. Special thanks goes out to the Nova Twins for the badass music and Wargasm for the killer screams. See you next week.